Welcome to the Rock of Bay County, Florida, where our vision is to be a multi-generational gathering, moving as one body to bring the glory of Yahweh to this beautiful county and to all the earth. We hope you are encouraged and blessed as you listen to this message. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Lord. It's good to come before you again today. I never take this lightly by any means. I spent a lot of time here at work. I work here. If you didn't know, any new, we've got some visitors here. I'm, uh, pastor Ben is my name and, um, I'm married now to Kristen, Nicole Nicholson. I asked her to come up and share something and she denied me. So, um, she denied me. She said, no, there's nothing else to say about that. Um, but I'm a pastor here. I hold this in the highest regard. Um, <clears throat> there's that beeping noise again. Hallelujah. It's been going on all week. Um, but it's, it's just a privilege to be able to be a part of this house. You know, um, I feel like in one way or another, I've been here my whole life. I grew up with, um, with my family here, my granddaddy, Apostle Ball. And um, just to look back at all the transitioning that we've gone through um, in the last 50 years and in the last three years. I mean, there's just so much history, and um, I don't want to get so wrapped up in the history and the romanticism of yesterday that I lose the importance of the new and the now. And if he's doing something new, then I want to be into that. And I'm here to tell you, he's here, he's doing something new. And it's beautiful to see that. It's beautiful to see the foundation laid. The foundation is laid for building. It's not just laid to sit there. It's laid to build upon, and we're building upon that foundation of the apostles and the prophets that have come before us to prepare a way for the worshipers to be introduced into this wondrous thing called the nature of Yahweh, the nature of the Father through the Son, the only mediator between God and man, Yeshua. Um, and that's just a beautiful thing. I love that. And we're just really beginning to experience the romance of what it is to be a bride and a bridegroom. And we're being introduced uh, to that day by day by day. And every time we come together, I feel like we're getting another a layer of what that looks like and what that means and how we can project that and how we can speak about that and how we can live that life. We have to be accustomed to the language, though, first. I think before we can ever be um, experience it, we have to understand the language of it. And I think this house is going through a language, a language shift. And anytime the Lord does a new thing, the first thing he changes is the language. A great, um, you know, story about that in the Bible is Acts 2. Obviously, it's the one we go to, but it's when the Lord, the Holy Spirit comes, he, first thing he shifts, first thing, there's a, there's a room of 120 in a room praying, the importance of lifting their voices up to Yahweh in the waiting, in the meantime. You know what I mean? A lot of times, it's, it's easy to come together and do it when the power's here and the energy's flowing and everything's going well, but what are you doing in the meantime? And if we can use that meantime as prep time, we'll be ready for the opportunity to step into this thing called a new wind, a new breath. 
to understand the atmosphere shifts because a new wind has blown in. A new breath is breathing. So there's something new happening. Behold, I do a new thing. Do not call to mind the former things. Doesn't mean the former things were bad, but do not call to mind the former things as as I'm doing a new thing. And the big new thing he's doing in this house is he's shifting our language from a foundational message where principles are are, are introduced to a building message where presence is introduced. And we couldn't hold this presence without that principle being laid first. The principle of showing up on time, the principle of integrity, the principle of character, the principle of showing up to church when you're supposed to, the principle of paying your tithe and offering. You know, you can do that without God. There's a lot of men who aren't saved who pay their tithes and offerings because they know the return is a blessing. It'll rain on the just and the unjust. See, those things are things we can do without the Holy Spirit. Now, thank God we had him in those times of laying that groundwork. But those are things that we can do on our own. We can actually step out and operate in those gifts without a whole lot of praying. And we, we've got, I believe we have, we've got that language. I hope we do. We should have it for as long as we've been walking in it in this house. We should own being governed. We should own the government of the kingdom. We should own being good with our money. We should own being integral. We should own being on time. We should own the, the principle, this morale, the good things about ourselves. We should be able to own that right now. If we can't own that today, then I don't want Joseph to have to come back in, in a month and repeat that message he did a couple weeks ago about principle. That's a good word. I, I don't want him to have to come back and repeat the things that have already been laid. I want us to already own that. Because if we own that well, we can receive weight that is unspeakable and full of glory. Eye has not seen and ear has not heard. But we, if we don't own the principle, we can't own what we think we desire and what we want with presence. The weightiness of the presence of Jesus will disturb your foundation if, you're not, if that foundation in you is not solid enough so you can own it. Amen? And that's where we're at when a language shift. This is really what the overarching thing with this house is there's a reformation going on. There's a big reformation going on in ourself. So just come alive to it. Recognize it's here. It's not going anywhere. You might, but it ain't. It's staying. It's here to stay for a while. It's going to camp out for a little while. It's looking for some people who come around the fire and begin to camp out with what's camping out. And the heavens are camping out here. And the, the, uh, the new thing is the thing that we, it's not really a new thing, it's an ancient thing, but it's a new thing in our time and space right now. The prophetic word over this house has been a marking of three years of presence. And I believe it's not something we just need to pass over quickly. We need to, we need to look into the depths of what that really looks like what that really means in our life. Because we have been rooted and grounded in such a solid foundation that what can I do with this foundation now? How as a worshiper can I begin to become the house of God instead of going to the house of God? I went to the house of God to, be, to recognize that I am now owning that I am the house of God. And as I own that, I can become a good builder in the kingdom of God through continual 
engagement of this new thing and what it looks like and just becoming available to it, being open to it, not shutting myself off from it, being okay with not understanding the language, but knowing that I'm going to be. And as long as I stay in the room long enough and not let the wind blow me out and not let the new breath blow me out, I'm going to receive all I need to, like a sponge in a bath. It's going to receive all that water it needs to. And then one day when the Lord comes and squeezes it, all that glory and all that beauty and all that wonder can just flow out of a vessel who's become a sponge and now ready to be squeezed. We're learning how to be a sponge and sit still in the presence and that's what I'm, I'm excited about that because it's a beautiful and marvelous thing when we see what that, what that looks like. Amen? Amen. Um, so the, the language thing is beautiful. And I think once we learn that language, we'll begin to experience some things called encounter. We'll begin to encounter the living God in a way that's fresh, crisp, alive, vibrant, beautiful, wonderful, and ready to serve to the earth who's crying out for sons of maturity who can actually represent Jesus back to the earth. I don't want people to see me when they see me. I want them to see Jesus, Yeshua. Because as he is, so am I. Let your light shine before men in such a way that they may see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. I want that light to be so effective that they, have, they see Jesus before they see me and they come in and they have an open place of conversation, an open place of dialogue because I've let my light shine in, in such a way. I want to um, just briefly this morning just talk a little bit about a couple things that Joseph has shared in the time is now. I think it's important just to rehearse some of this sometimes, just to go back and look again. You know, it's not so much about a new revelation as it is about going back and rehearsing what's already been spoken. And I think that's where I'm at now as a worshiper, as a builder on this foundation, is I'm learning how to be married to presence and how to be married to a person. And the only way I can be married to that is, is by engaging it. Engagement, marriage, that's pretty easy, but it's, that's kind of a good way to explain it. Like I'm, I'm becoming, I'm, I'm being wooed. I was with, the, and me and Kristen, when we met, we just didn't get married. That's, that would be weird. We met and we courted one another. We just became friends. We became one over just being together. And through conversation, sometimes through silence. It didn't have to come through big moments. It just came through the subtle, still small voice moments. That's really the way he speaks. And I'm just... I'm fully alive and aware of what he's doing in this day. And I'm just open because I see such a beautiful thing coming. And um, it's exciting. But I want to I just rehearse three statements that Joseph has said. Um, a couple of them come from the time as now. And the other one just came out of his, one of his messages that I believe will kind of give us an aim and a target of what to, to go into. Uh, more specifically maybe for you this morning. And uh, a lot of it has to do with presence. A lot of it has to do with prayer. And I think when we begin to learn these two things well, we'll begin to expose the glory in a way we haven't yet. For such a time as now, this is the time, this is the place. 
And I just want to read a couple things. The first thing I'll do is want to read uh, three things from, from the time is now. And then we'll go into a few things and uh, we'll be hopefully done before three o'clock. Just kidding. <clears throat> I think I'm kidding. <clears throat> Hallelujah. Learning to stay in the room, learning to engage a new thing by doing something new, by learning a new language, and by staying in that room long enough to understand and learn the language to where, where one day we can begin to experience what that language is speaking. It is a new life that requires a different lifestyle. That's, that's a huge statement right there. It is a new life that requires a different lifestyle. <clears throat> the difference between a holy moment and a good moment is acknowledgement. <clears throat> it is a new life that requires a different lifestyle. The difference between a holy moment and a good moment is acknowledgement. And then the last thing, prayer is more powerful than anything we can do. I've been sitting with these three things this week in just kind of pondering and meditating on what they mean to me, what they mean to my household, and what they mean to this house here. And I'm realizing that I am... I'm shifting into something new and it's exciting, but it's also challenging. And it's okay to be challenged by the new thing. As long as I know his hand is on it, I'm okay with it. And I believe that if it, if it is a new life and it does require a new lifestyle, then what does that lifestyle look like now? And I, I really believe what, <clears throat> what that is, is moving from a place of presence in this corporate gathering and taking this moment of encounter that we're going to begin to have here corporately and learning how to take that home with us and cultivate and steward it with prayer. It sounds simple, but it's not simple. (laughs) It's easy, but it's not necessarily simple. It's something we have to engage. We have to intently engage to see it. So I believe the, di- the, the way it becomes a different lifestyle is by recognizing every moment as a holy moment. And through that, the, the way we do that is through acknowledgement. We simply acknowledge that something new is happening. We take, it, take notice. It is a new life that requires a different lifestyle. The difference between a holy moment and a good moment is acknowledgement. So right now, this moment that we're having together, I I acknowledge it. I set my gaze to it, and I recognize this is something new. This is something challenging, and I'm okay with the challenge because I know God's hand is on it, and I'm fully engaging it. I'm fully embracing it because I know this is what he's doing today. And if I want to be in what he's doing, I just need to sit still and need to learn how to be okay with the new thing, the change. Acknowledgement. I just want to read some things I believe that the Holy Spirit has given me for today. Um, 
So what we do with the moments of presence in this house will determine our overall influence in our home and in our ecclesia, in our tribe, in our church. What we do with the moments of encounter in this room will determine our overall influence in our home, which I believe is most important, and in our earth, the earth that's crying out for us. What we do with it. What do we do with it? <clears throat> well, first we acknowledge it. Yeah. We acknowledge and say, this is important to me. I give it, I honor it by speaking to it. In the morning when I wake up, I set the Lord before me through acknowledgement. Yeah. Yeah. This is your day. I give it to you. It's simple. Don't make it complicated. Just that very simple thing right there will set the tone for something that you're really longing for that you don't know how to get to. And it's this word called affection. And a lot of this word for me comes straightforward almost from my heart to men. Because I believe in the old age it was easy to be a man because principles are men. Men love principles. Men love something to do. Give me something to do and let me build something for God. And this moment in time, the Lord wants you to sit down and be still and let him build something through you. <clears throat> it's a new day. <clears throat> It's a building message. It's a, found, it's a foundational first, a building second. It's a principled first, present second message that is allowing us to understand how important these moments in this house are. And taking these moments of encounter and stewarding them and cultivating them well at home through prayer. <clears throat> Acknowledgement. Starting the day with acknowledgement. Starting the day with my wife. I don't just walk in after work and sit down and watch TV. I acknowledge Kristen. She's in my, we're in, we're in our home together now, which is different for me as a single man for a long, long time. I come in now and I'm married and I'm like, I, have to, I can't just go do what I used to do. It's, it's a whole new life. Well, that's prophetic. You can't just do what you used to have done. It's a whole new life. You have to treat it differently. And in that, your language will shift. It will be a different language. And it's hard to learn a new language. Have you ever tried to learn a new language other than English? It's not easy. You have to give yourself to it. Sit down and try to learn Hebrew. and Come back and talk to me in a few days and tell me how, you, how you're doing. It's going to take a minute. Hebrew, Latin, Greek, whatever. It's going to take a minute. <clears throat> but I'm learning how to be, I'm learning, learning how to learn a new language with my wife. I'm learning how to learn a new language with this house. I'm learning how to acknowledge her. And that acknowledgement opens the door to this beautiful thing that men struggle with in life called affection. The affection of your heart will lead you into the new glory of your life. The main ingredient you need to take into prayer is affection. Otherwise, you become rigid and growing weary and well-doing by praying for a list of things on the to-do list rather than praying fervent prayers that take you into encounters of refreshing and renewal. It is a new life that requires a new lifestyle. And I believe the beginning of that 
is setting the Lord before. And I believe a word for that today is acknowledgement. Opening the door for your day to become more aware of his presence through just simply acknowledging him. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding in all of your ways. Acknowledge him. Just say acknowledgement. It does a lot for me when I'm having a bad day and Kristen comes in and kisses me and hugs me and acknowledges me. It does a lot when I'm having a good day and I come in and I give her a hug and a kiss and I acknowledge her. It sets the tone. It sets a new, it sets a rhythm of the day. We try to, we long for affection, but we don't know how to really acknowledge. And we wonder why we're growing weary and well-doing in prayer because we're We don't get to the affection without simply first realizing that I'm just thankful to be here today. I'm thankful that Yahweh is the king of my life. I'm thankful that Yeshua is the king. That I'm thankful I have a beautiful wife. I'm thankful I'm moving into a new glory in my personal life and in this house. That beautiful just acknowledgement sets the tone for this thing called affection. This thing that we long to have but we seem to struggle to find. It is a new life that requires a different lifestyle. The difference between a holy moment and a good moment is acknowledgement. Father, I just ask you this moment and this day and this time for us that you would help us understand the importance of what it is to come into your presence first through acknowledgement, first through putting you first and foremost in our life. And that out of that would grow a heart of affection and devotion for you. To take that affection into the secret place and begin to devote ourselves to you in prayer. And then that prayer life would lead to such an intimacy that we would not only be intimate with you, we would be able to hear you when you're telling us to come up here. We would be able to hear you when you say turn. We would be able to hear you when you whisper to us. We wouldn't have to have you scream or yell at us we would be able to hear you because we're close to you through that devotion through that affection and through that acknowledgement and through those ways we would be able to be close to you and hear your voice say turn into a new glory turn into a new glory acknowledgement affection opens the door for this thing called prayer that I believe we're taking home with us and learning what that lifestyle looks like. It's going to take some time to learn it. We just have to be okay with it. We have to be open to it. And just give yourself to it. Sometimes it's not easy, but it's okay. You're going to be all right. If you stay in the room long enough to let the language shift and let that language lead you to an experiential place of experiencing something you haven't experienced before, you're going to find a new glory. You're going to find the new glory that he has for you. So what we do in this room with the moments of presence in this house today, what we do with it will determine our overall influence in our home and in our church and in our earth. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Lord.
Give us eyes to see and ears to hear this message today, Father. Give us a heart to receive the new language for the new day, for the new time. Give us a heart that is not rigid, but is open and that is pliable and that is affectionate and that is sincere to what you're doing in the here and the now. We honor you for this today, Father. Amen. Amen. You can stand today. We're going to get out of here early today. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Lord. Lift your hands with me today. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you for this time together. We thank you for giving us a spirit of acknowledgement, a spirit of setting you before in our day and allowing that to lead us to a place of affection where we can open our door to a thing called prayer that seems to be rigid and tough sometimes. But if we can truly understand the engagement of acknowledgement, we'll understand the married life of affection and the beauty that comes out of the romanticism that you have with us as a bride and a bridegroom, Father. We thank you for this language. We thank you for this new shift and this new direction. We ask you to give us eyes to see and ears to hear what you're doing in this moment, in this time, as it is a new day that requires a new lifestyle that does not look like yesterday, but it looks like something new. And we're learning what the new thing is through language and through experience. And by experiencing these things together as a corporate body and at home with our families. And we're learning to own that in such a way that we can receive more of your presence, more of your weight, more of your glory. That you always want to pour out on a people who are ready for it. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Bless you guys. Love y'all. Thank you for listening. For more information on The Rock of Bay County, please go to therockofbc.org.